Welcome back. My name is Kit. My name is Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things. We're back with the Wheel of Questions. Wheel of Favorites. I like that song. Nice. I mean, it just came off the top of my head. Look at wow. that. <laughs> Should you make the noise? Oh, yeah. So we got the wheel back. There it is. Uh, it's Madison's hand is still green whenever we go to this camera. We also have added E.T. Mm. E- E.T.'s joining us. I don't know exactly when this episode's coming out, but uh, if you go into patreon.com slash streaming things, you can uh, get a, get access to the bonus episode where we review E.T. the Extraterrestrial this yes. week. Tons of fun that episode was. And if you've never seen this type of episode before, we spin the wheel and the the listeners at home have written in different questions and categories mm-hmm. for us to answer. Tell us our tell our, tell them our favorites of. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have some sound effects because the wheel doesn't click. So when Madison spins the wheel, Steve will. He'll, oh. he'll do the clicky. He'll do the clicky noise. Oh, I think I took the clicky noise off my soundboard. Oh no, we gotta make it ourselves. Oh okay. no. Can we do it here? Oh, here. Good. Hold that was on. good. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I think I have an, an option. Let me find it. Okay, do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm down. That, that works. The Madison did a good job, though. Love it. Love it. Love it. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to spin the wheel. And thanks, guys, for holding it down the week that I was not here. It's good to be back. It's good to be back, back, buddy. Also, happy birthday. Happy birthday to To Kit. You're going to be hearing that a lot this week because uh, as we record this, this is Saturday. Tomorrow is Kit's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I feel weird. I had a cupcake for breakfast. Didn't sleep much. Might pass out. I don't know what's going to happen, but that's the kind hey, of things we do here at Streaming Things. I'm there with you, brother. All I also off. didn't get any sleep last night, so <laughs> there feel, you go. I feel lightweight ill, uh, <laughs> but you guys did great while I was away. I listened to all the episodes. Those were such fun. I, I wish I could record with Phil. You know, Phil's great. We'll make that fun. happen one day. Yeah, yeah. I want to record with Phil. Heck yeah. I got uh, I to gotta make a big uh, trivia game like that for you to be on. It was fun. Steve did such a good job. With he that. always does. Thank you. He puts very the effort good, in. Very he, puts, fun. he puts the work in, and those trivia games are fun, man. They're fun. Uh, was, I know it was a hoot to listen to. Uh, my wife went to Nashville uh, for a bachelorette party last weekend. We record on the weekends, and we have a one-year-old, and I uh, we don't allow babysitters or anything, so there was no choice but for me to to just bow out and and stay at home with the baby. So that's what I did from Friday to Sunday. It was just me and my one-year-old and my 10-year-old uh, on occasion. But yeah, it was... Uh, How did it go? It was tough. You were really worried about it. It, it was tough. It. Yeah, it was every bit. You know how sometimes in life, most of the time, I think, you, you build up all your fears and worries and it ends up just being nothing at all and you wasted all that time worrying. Mm-hmm. That's not what happened. It was, <laughs> it was every bit as detrimental as it as I feared it would be. And it's not because like I love my daughter, you know, like I, I'm actually quite good with 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 my baby, you know, but she wasn't weaned from breastfeeding. And so she went cold. Uh, she went cold turkey without the without the booby. Uh, and so she was very upset, very cranky, very needy. And so it was like she was just like a sloth attached to me uh, the entire weekend. And like I couldn't set her down and go do anything, you know, like, Hey, I got to poop mm-hmm. sitting, you know, sit in your crib. No, very upset. Um, and so she wouldn't sleep either. Mm. So the first night, Friday night, uh, 
I, I couldn't get her to sleep. I would, she would fall asleep on my shoulder. And whenever I would lay her down, she would wake up instantly and mm. scream at me. Oh, you know? no. And it got to the point where she was eventually so upset. It's like three in the morning. I, I'm like, fuck it. I'll just hold you. And I'll just kind of like take a little cat nap and relax while you sleep. No. Even if I sat down or laid down holding her, she would, <laughs> you know, she would wake up. And so I was like starting to like lose my mind. I was like, oh, oh no. no. I mean, it was, it was tough. I, I became, I, it was, I was made much stronger. I was forged in the fire. Uh, it was like a newborn all over, you know, all mm -hmm. over it, but by myself. And uh, so I, I hats off to my wife. Uh, I mean, she's an amazing person who, who handles a lot of that stuff. You know, like right now she's home with the baby while I'm recording. She does this quite often. And so I got a taste of the medicine mm -hmm. uh, and I'm actually really grateful for it. My, my daughter and I bonded a lot over she, that she weekend. Finally latch. Yeah, <laughs> we bonded so much and I'm, I feel like I'm able to be much more helpful to my wife because I've like done it without her for three days. And so now it's just no big deal at all. You know what I mean? To handle everything for six or seven hours. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, like the cooking, the dinners and all the stuff that, I, you know, the baths, it's super easy to me now. And, uh, but yeah, that was rough, man. So Saturday was your big birthday party oh, Yeah, and I was going to bring the baby but I hadn't slept the night before she hadn't slept. And that's very detrimental to a one-year-old to like miss a whole night. She only slept from like 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. Mm -hmm. So I ended up putting her in a stroller, walking to Andy's house. I was like, dude, I haven't had any food in 48 hours. I haven't been able to cook myself food. Like, can I bring my baby over there and you order like some Chick-fil-A and just let me kind of hang out with other people who speak English and, uh, and help me like eat food and stuff. Speaking. And he was like, yeah, absolutely, man. So I, I took her in the stroller and walked to Andy's house and cause he lives a couple blocks away and, uh, he ordered some food and, uh, sat with them for an hour. And then when I walked her back, she fell asleep finally in the stroller and, uh, she didn't wake up until like six. Your party was at seven. I still had to cook her dinner and stuff. And I was mm -hmm. like, this is not going to happen. Plus, she's so out of sorts that I don't want to like make her more out of sorts, put her in a car, or take her around. Sure, other, you know yeah. what I mean? I was just like, God love her. She just needs to relax. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to add more to that poor baby. Mm -hmm. She's going through a lot. So that's what happened. And and actually, Saturday was actually pretty good. Like by the time Sunday rolled around, I was in the swing of things and nice. it was like no big deal. Um, and then I, your wife came home and you said, no. Yeah. Go. Like Saturday, I got her to you like are sleep no on her own. Needed. You are yeah. no longer needed. She, she'd been breaking. Well, here's what's so funny. So my wife went to uh, like a male strip club, like a magic mic kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Sweet. And, uh, Hell yeah. And she never wants me to go to strip clubs without her. You know what I mean? Because like, it's just, like, she's like, I don't know. Like, Cause I've been on several bachelor parties Yeah, and she's like, are you going to like doing the strip club? I, said, I don't even like that as a tradition. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I'm like, no, we're just like my bachelor party. We rented out a theater in uh, Alamo draft house and watched Mad Max Fury road. You know, it's a like, great, it's a great, it was a great party. time, yeah. you know? So I'm just a full on nerd like that. Um, but she, she felt kind of guilty. Like, so, cause that's like her, I don't want to say her rule, but that's her feelings on the matter. But then sure. her sisters were so dead set on going to this male strip club. Um, she's like, look, and I'm like, babe, I don't care. I'm not going to like get you backseas or be upset. Have your grab some wiener. I don't care. <laughs> and she's like, it's going to be super chill. It's not even like that. Like you can go to a burlesque Souvenir show here for the fans. Grab like, some wiener. She's like, it's just a burlesque show. Basically, you can go to one of those when I get home. And I'm like, hey, I don't want to. But B, <laughs> 
I don't think you know what it is. Like you're being naive right now, but that and I'm still not mad, but you have fun. Right. So she comes home and she, well, there's two things, but firstly, she was like, okay, those girls are wild. And I was like, it's fine. I'm not. <laughs> and she showed me these videos. They're like getting them picked up and super dry humped and, Shit. you know, hands down the pants. What's it called? Uh, <laughs> I forget. I bought her the tickets. I forget. Um, but yeah, she was like, I spent most of the time in the bathroom. And I was like, I don't care. But she broke her hand down there. So she uh, came. She came. It? Yeah. She came home with a broken hand. Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Uh, with a, a freak. She was grabbing really hard. I know. <laughs> it was, Gripping tight. It was a freak mechanical bull incident. Oh. Wait, like for real? Yeah. She broke her hand on a mechanical bull. Oh, yeah. my God. It's like she was drunk and she got on the mechanical bull and she wrapped the reins around Ooh. her hand to like try to like not fall off. Oh. And it literally snapped the, uh, whatever bone this is on the side of the hand by the pinky there. Mm-hmm. Um, Man. So, Oof. yeah. So she, that was Friday. So she spent the entire time, including the time at the strip club with a broken hand. Like with a cast? No, she didn't go to the hospital. She was just a trooper. She just had a hurt wow. She literally just like, like YouTube watchers, you can see this, but she just was walking around like this. They really can't. <laughs> they actually can't. There you go. She was, <laughs> She just kept it off to the side like this. And uh, I was like, damn, that's terrible, babe. You you broke your, your dick grabbing hand right before the, the strip club. Uh, that's like, wild. Yeah. So she came, she went to the hospital when she got home that Monday, the next day. And yeah, it was indeed broken. Now she has a cast. Oh, wow. But she spent the whole weekend with just like her hand not trying not to use it. Being a trooper, like I didn't want to ruin my sister's bachelorette party, so I just didn't go to the hospital or anything. I would have taken too much time. What a trooper! Seriously, yeah, she's tough. She's tough. She's, she's got go to nails. She's married go. to you. She has to be. And she put up with a lot. <laughs> Seriously. So I wanted to tell that story. Like, what an interesting. Like, that's why I've been gone. Because even now, she. I'm. I'm glad I went through the fires of Mordor. And fires of Mordor. Because she needs a lot more help from me than usual. Like she can't do bath time. She can't do a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is nothing compared to what I did. You're a pro now. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that's what's been going on. That's why I've been a little extra busy. Uh. Yeah. So be careful around those those wieners. They will break your hand. They will. Some of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Pip and the dog. Some of those bulls. <laughs> By the way, Madison. You're pipping the dog. <laughs> is is Sid Keeping from Ice Age? That's Sid from Ice Age. <laughs> I was working on it. Pipping the joke. Pipping the joke. I love how you finally got it. At I the end finally of that got round it at the end. You had to. It was over. It was over at that yeah. point. And it was the round that I did really well in. <laughs> so I talked a lot. I want to go to a strip club. I would love to ride a mechanical bull. Yeah. That sounds like a little fun. I could stay on there for hours. <laughs> I've got a very low center of gravity. I think I could. I would cuddle the bull. <laughs> I don't need he to hold to anything. Oh, he would cuddle the bull. He's, just, he's giving his sister kisses right now. That's how uh, much of a sweet boy he is. Stop moving, bull. I'm trying to cuddle you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, that's what's been going on with me. Good to be back. Let's do the wheel of favorites. Let's, Let's spin that. Be- roll that beautiful bean footage. So what what's going on this time? So last time we did it, we actually had like pieces of paper taped to the actual wheel and whatever space it would land on. We would uh, unveil that. My assistant wasn't here to write all that stuff. Mm, so with the, white. with the mods on diff. 
Vanna White, yeah. Well, that's that's Madison Forest. She's our Vanna. Hmm. Hmm. That's me. Uh, so what the mods on Discord, Casey and Enza, have done for me is they have. So if you look at the wheel, there I'm looking. There, there are 24 spaces, and you can even see the number. Uh, around there so we will spin it whatever number it lands on i will go into the discord and find the corresponding number remove the spoiler tag and see what the question is oh they're so clever for doing that yeah it was it was a very good idea they had that was very very clever you probably noticed we're wearing the striking things shirts finally as well oh yeah those came in uh look look at these looks like we have a uniform now it does it looks like we're about to go play softball together baseball we had to suit up Mm mm-hmm yeah, and so we actually, you can go onto our merch store and purchase these shirts, all the proceeds of which will go to the sag After Fund to help them with their strikes. You got to support uh, artists. Pay the writers. And great news. I know some people have been uh, sending me concerns about like possible like wait times for when they order shirts, but that issue should be resolved now. There was a bit of a an issue with per- producing the shirts that we were having made that seems to have been resolved. So if that was a worry of yours, fear not, that shouldn't be an issue going forward. Yeah, we're on it. We're on it, guys. Yeah, we're always trying to make things better for you. And thanks to West River for uh, being our merch store. Yeah, go yeah. to streamingthingspod.com to check out all kinds of stuff, previous episodes, links to everything that we have, all of our socials. You can go to patreon.com slash streaming things and subscribe at a variety of tiers to get access to things like the ET episode, Ooh. our Discord, all kinds of after-hours stuff, fireside chats with Steve bi-weekly, polls, yeah. polls, not the kind that my wife w- uh, went to see, but uh, <laughs> other polls and uh, all kinds of good stuff like that and uh, yeah thank you for supporting us uh, if you have a second you can leave a five star review and a re- and a review wherever you're listening to this that'd be yeah. very helpful very let's bring on the wheel madison why don't you do us the favor the honor excuse me and spin that wheel no <laughs> 7 number 7 okay let's number see what seven. let's see what number 7 is what's your favorite concert Ooh, Ooh, that's an easy one, right? Is that a recent one, maybe? Yes. My favorite concert that I went to was Paramore. I went this past summer, uh, camped out, and got second row. And I, it was so good. Haley Williams was awesome. Paramore was great. It was for their This Is Why uh, tour, their album that just released, but they played their older stuff. But yeah, being second row in the pit for Paramore was crazy. And it was the first time I camped out. So good. Best concert I ever went to. Yeah, you camped out a long time, right? We got there. So the show was in Columbus, which is about two hours away. I picked up my friend at like two in the morning, drove, got there at four, camped out. Um, they gave us wristbands at 8 a.m. So we could like come back and be in that placement. Mm-hmm. They yeah, didn't, it was such a good system. Yeah, yeah. They didn't want people to be out there all day and risk like people yeah being dehydrated and fainting during the show so we um not only the the concert but the day itself was really fun because me and my friend we like stayed in columbus went to this german village all day hung out and then came back went to the show and we drove back the night before or that night and it was it was good so paramore's favorite show awesome chris what's yours Probably when I saw, I've talked about it on, on the show before, the, the Black Keys Cage the Elephant show mm-hmm. that I went to uh, where I snuck to the front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I po- love that story. Posed as a doctor in a tank top and uh, made it to the front there. Everyone move. I'm a doctor. Uh, but those are also two of my favorite bands. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I've been to a lot of like really good shows like Pearl Jam and stuff, Tool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers was great for different reasons. Did I ever tell you that story at Red Hot Chili Peppers? I don't think so. It was Andy and I, and it was before we I, I got sober. And I was at Red Hot Chili Peppers, and it was the U.S. Bank Arena. So it was like a big uh, arena. A big one, yeah. And I had really shitty seats. So I'm like way at the top. And we went outside to smoke uh, during the set, and we met this other couple out there. And started not the other couple like Andy and I are a couple. I know, but I <laughs> we met this other couple, and uh, it was a man and a woman, and they were English professors. And at the time, Andy and I were in college in English, and so we like bonded over like literature for oh, some fun. reason. And they were like, "Hey, do you want some Molly?" <laughs> oh wow! And, and and I was a drug addict, right? So I'm like, absolutely. And so they give us this little bag and it's like this, you know, a tiny bag, this Ziploc bag. And they, they open it and they offer it and they're like, just dip your pinky in. Right. So me, not, them not knowing that I have a serious problem with drugs and, uh, I just lick my whole pinky and jam it in there and like take all their shit. And they're like, ah, and so I take that, I go back into the show. It starts to kick in very quickly. How, by the time I get to my seat. I think because I have shitty seats, I'm like literally the entire arena is below me. And I have this overwhelming feeling that like 15,000 people are cheering for me. And I'm just like <laughs> basking in it. You know? Oh like, my God. Yes. Yes, I am awesome. I have returned. <laughs> um, yeah. That's pretty funny. Dan, that's, California. And I'm just like, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Blood sugar, baby. Anyway, so that was fun. But yeah, definitely the Black Keys, uh, Cage the Elephant. Cage the Elephant put on the best live show I've ever seen in my life. It's good. Um, but 21 Pilots, don't sleep on them. A crazy yep. good live show. Uh, but yeah, they were just so raw and old school. Cage the Elephant, like, you know, crowd surfing. I've told you this before. We're like some lady, like scratched the lead singer so badly oh, that he yeah. was bleeding profusely on his uh naked torso when he got back on stage and he Ooh. just kept jamming and he like that he crowd surfed on his feet which i've never seen mm -hmm. before like they were holding Ooh. his shoes and he was able to balance and sing an entire song that way and that's i was like what wild. the fuck that's insane uh, and i'm a huge like blues fan and so the music of the black keys just super hits me and but like Stays present, stage presence-wise, they were nothing compared to the, the Cage the Elephant. I mean, they had an opener that they should not have had because it made them look shitty. Because by the time you got to the Black Keys, they were just like sitting on stools with guitars and stuff, you know? Mm. He's and ready I'm to like, chill the, the and I'm vibe like, out. We're all amped up now, dude. <laughs> Dance. Um, <laughs> Dance for me. Yeah, but that show was, it was one of my first shows sober. Um, like I actually two weeks, I know I'm telling a lot of long stories here, but two, like two weeks it. sober. Uh, I had just, I had been in jail for, uh, like stealing and stuff like stuff addicts do and not super long time, but pretty long. And so I get out, I go to this like sober living house to like, it's a rehab basically, but I, they, they charge rent. And so for some reason, the guy was hiring all of like the sober people, basically homeless people. Because he knew we needed jobs to pay rent. And, but he, it was for, to work security at Forecastle. Okay. Which is like a Bonnaroo music mm -hmm. festival type thing. Right. In Louisville, So yeah. I'm like two weeks sober, a couple of weeks out of the clank. and <laughs> Out of the clank. <laughs> and I'm at this music festival with like bass nectar, girl talk, uh, Morrissey, strangely. But like 
Interesting. I'm just, I'm just like so out of like what I've been used to for the past couple of years, you know, because I've just been like homeless and running around the streets and yeah. I'm also not supposed to be partying. Uh, and I'm just like in the pit with bass nectar and the guy yelled at me cause I'm supposed to be like watching the bar and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, jamming. and he's like, Hey, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. You guys pay me like eight bucks an hour and I don't even know where I'm at in this city. Um, <laughs> kiss my ass, man. Anyway, weird life, but, uh, that was a great show too. That sounds amazing. Because I hadn't like lived life in so long, you know? I'm they like, finally right, let you out of the right. cage. Yeah. I'm like, I forgot how much I love music. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was cool. That was a good time. Steve, what about you? I know you've been to a lot of good shows. Uh, well, the, so most recently we went to see the Pixies and the Pixies were really, really fun. But my takeaway from that concert was so uh, Franz Ferdinand was one of the openers for the Pixies. And mm. um, Franz Ferdinand was fucking wild live like really i wouldn't think that about france Ferdinand. i wouldn't yeah. either so like heading into the show is like oh france Ferdinand. i know take me out yeah and yeah that that stops there uh but yes but them live they are just so energetic and they like run around the lead singers dancing everywhere they've got a pianist and mm. they did like one of the coolest like pianist like moments where like pianist breath he he was <laughs> pianist breath he was playing like two keys. He had his like hand behind him. So he's not even looking at the keys. He's facing the stage and he does this like crazy pose with one arm in the air, other arm hitting the keys they need to. And they just put a spotlight on for like a second. And it was oh, just like cool. the most epic thing I've ever seen happen. So that was a great show. Funny thing about that show was, and I, I don't know if I told the story in the pod. I might've, but um, uh, I, we, we'd gotten our alcoholic beverages and almost immediately after getting my alcoholic beverages, I dropped my cup literally into my lap because I was sitting. <laughs> and so it looked like I pissed myself. <laughs> and I had to sit in that seat the entire night. So I'm just like moist the entire... Oh. <laughs> like that happened like in song two. Yeah, that sounds like hell. And so I like when we were when the show was over, I was like, oh, I hope it dries by then. It did not. Mm. So as we were like leaving, like I'm owning it. Yep, this is me, guys. I don't know what you guys are looking at. The show is so good, I soiled myself. Well, you've never soiled yourself at the Pixies? Yeah, I couldn't miss any of it, and I just had to pee yeah, in yeah. my pants. Oh, I'm a true fan, that's why. Yeah. Uh, but another great show, uh, years ago, we went to a, a concert at Riverbend, and the bands that were playing, the opener was Heart. Oh. Sick. The second act was Cheap Trick, uh, and the headline was Journey. And so it was a stellar, stacked. stellar stacked show. And the great thing was, so we were on the lawn, right? So we're, we're just hanging out. Yeah. We're definitely the youngest people at the time <laughs> there. Cause this was in like 2007, I want to say. Oh, wow. So we were like the youngest people there. And it was so funny cause heart would play. And there's like a certain type of audience that just swarms us when heart plays cheap trick comes out those people leave and a whole different group yeah. of people swarm us yeah and then the same happens for journey so it was just kind of funny to be like in one spot like wow these are some amazing bands that have surprisingly different fan bases yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and now i will never forget i think heart was playing there's this woman this older woman uh dressed up to the nines as like janice joplin or something she just had that look that's awesome and she's either drunk out of her mind or high out of her mind. But I'll never forget. She's, she's like, you know, like, uh, just doing that kind of like wavy. Yeah. Feeling it. Hands vibing. Up, I believe they call up. that vibing. She's vibing. She's doing like the, uh, <laughs> thing, with, the uh, thing with her hands. Yeah. But in one of her hands, she has a full cup of beer. 
No. And I remember she's doing this dance directly next to my buddy John. And that cup is directly above John's head. And I turn and see John and he's just kind of like sitting there just kind of bobbing his head. Totally none the wiser. And I'm just like, John, don't move. <laughs> and his eyes just like bug out wide because he doesn't know what I what I see. And he finally looks up and sees a big giant cup of beer just dangling above <laughs> yeah. his head. And then he just goes and slowly starts like scooting away from her. <laughs> this is very funny. Did he get away with it? He did get away with it. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't get good. the beer good, on him. Yeah, it was, it was a very it was a Mission Impossible breaking into the FBI scene. Yeah. Uh, and then real quick, lastly, the, I think the best concert where like I lost myself to the music was actually a Queen cover band. Ooh. I was going to say, I, I imagine you've gone to a Queen cover show. Yeah. The the guy, the lead singer. Was it King? <laughs> I can't even remember what it was called. I don't remember the name of the band. It was also in like 2007, I think. But the. the, the, the Bohemian lead- Rad City or something <laughs> like that. Bohemian Rad City. I love that. <laughs> That's good. That's great. No, the the dude, the lead singer had just recently won like a Britain's Got Talent competition as a Freddie Mercury impersonator. Yeah. So wow. he like looked the part, sounded the part and like like danced around like Freddie would on stage. Mm-hmm. So that, and everyone else in the band was just like, I'm just going to stand here. <laughs> let him do it. Yeah, he's yeah. doing the, he's yeah. doing the thing. He's doing the thing. But yeah, those are those are my favorite concerts that come to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great question. Memory yeah. Lane. Been to Thank a lot you. of good shows. Absolutely. Been a long time. I'm getting so old now. I'm a little ashamed to admit it. Where I'm like, it's kind of loud. <laughs> a lot of people here don't like it. We can turn this down. Yeah. No, I remember the, there was, I went to a show last year and I was like, I'm the oldest person here because I, I was in what line. What show was this? The Wiggles? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a band called The Driver Era. Are you familiar? Are you familiar mm, with familiar. who Ross Lynch is? I don't think so. I know David. Do you know, do you know Teen, know Ross teen Beach movie from Disney Channel? No, I okay. was not a Disney Channel person. Well, anyway, they were very, Ross Lynch was a very popular actor um, during on, on Disney Channel. And then he had a band with his family called the Driver Era. And they do kind of like pop, indie pop music. And I, the second time I saw them, it was local. And the demographic of people there <laughs> were like, 16 to 19 and I was 24 and this woman I'm in line waiting to like go inside and they do the oh show me your ID for like a wristband and this girl is walking around I bet none of y'all are above 21 and I'm like actually like yeah I I am she's like she I show her my ID she's like how old are you I'm like 24 she goes you're 24 (laughs) this is like oh my gosh but yeah that was the first time I was like can you get me beer? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I felt that way. I was like, wow, am I, am I that old? Like, is it weird that I'm here? Like, it, that was the first time I ever felt that like that. So mm. first time. It'll that. happen a lot. Yeah. It'll happen a <sighs> yeah, lot. Get used to happening. it. That's how the 21 pilot show was. There wasn't too many people. Did you go to the one in 2016? US yeah. Bank? I, I was think, there. I think so. I was there. See? That was about the age gap mm-hmm. that I experienced. Yeah, yep. Yep. Because <laughs> my wife was dressed like, you know, she had... She was feeling herself. She was, she was kind of out there, you know, it was like sure. a really short dress and low cut top part of it and yeah. having a great time. But then I remember distinctly when we got there, she was like looking around and she started to like slump her shoulders and like try to pull her dress down and like, you know, what I mean? like, just like yeah, not the crowd same. where I feel comfortable uh, doing my hot girl shit right now. Yeah. So, but it was still a great show. But yeah, I like the smaller <laughs> venues like Bogarts and stuff. I the agree. Most. I yeah. agree. When I saw Taylor, I was. 
I loved, I appreciated Taylor's performance. I'm a mid T Swift fan, mm-hmm. but I, I was so far away from her. Like, like I, I like really, a C Swift. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I, I enjoy more intimate shows yeah. where I'm, I'm, I, I'm very close to the artist yeah. and I'm in, in with the crowd. Like I, I saw toadies at Bogarts and it's like, they're right there. Yeah. You know? I, this has unlocked a memory that I completely forgot about. But uh, when I was in high school, uh, a, a dude, I, I struggle to say he was a friend of mine, but he was a person that I Ray hung Dawn. out with often. No, it wasn't that guy. <laughs> uh, but this dude had this like, he, I mean, he's a nice enough guy, but he was very, very obnoxious in terms of like, hey, you want to go see this band with like, he loved going to concerts, but he was always like, hey, man, I'm going to go see Mist. Want to go see Mist? It's like, no one wants to go see Mist with you. Uh, but one time he was like, hey, man, c- come hang out with me. I need someone to hang out with me. And I'm like, why? And he's like, I just, I don't want to be by myself at this place. I'm like, where are we going? And he's like, we're going to go watch a band play. And I'm like, okay, like at a concert. He's like, no, nah, not really. <laughs> I'm like, okay. But no, it was legit. It, do you remember the band um, Chevelle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a acoustic uh, performance of Chevelle and they just, played like 10 or 15 songs into a room of like 30 people like acoustically and i remember just sitting there and everyone's like yeah i fucking love this band i'm like <laughs> i know this band but <laughs> i've heard this on the radio I feel like i shouldn't be here right. i feel like this is not i, sh- I sh- i'm have i have someone else's ticket i should not have this ticket yeah <laughs> do you remember godsmack yeah i remember godsmack i had a friend take me to a godsmack show and that's really funny. I just, you unlocked that memory. It was like one of those, one of those situations where I was like, sure, I'll go. And then I was like, you know, it was, at the time it was fine. You yeah. Know? Voodoo, voodoo. <laughs> it's a bop. That was good. Uh, Robert DeLong. Do you know, are you familiar with him? Yeah. He, he like turns a N64 controller into like a, a music machine and what stuff. What Just Robert DeLong. Oh, I thought the, he was in a, okay, maybe I don't know who that is. Yeah, we saw him at the Mad Frog, and that was awesome, because it was literally, it's like your apartment is that place, you yeah, know? Yeah, And so it was just, at I the end of the closed. show, you get to, like, just hang out with them and stuff. And Oh, that's cool. They did close I or something, closed, didn't they? Yeah. That's so wild. Not there anymore, which is, yeah, it's bonkers mm. that that's gone. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, should we, should we do spend the, that the next one? We'll spend less time on the next question. Ready? Yep. No! <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Is that? Eleven. 11. 11. 11. Friends, don't lie. Oh, okay. This is related. Uh, what is your favorite song to shake your ass to? To throw it around? Ooh. To throw it around. How, like, what song you listen to, to to back that ass up? Right now, it's Doja Cat's Paint the Town Red. That's a good one. Um, sing it for me. No, I'm not. I sang it for you <laughs> earlier. You guys left me hanging. No, but I want you to sing it on air. <laughs> no no you're not getting my sleigh for free uh but can i have a little bit of sleigh as a treat just a little bit Mm, mm -mm. any any megan the stallion yeah uh but i would say body 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 sure or or even uh some cardi b for sure Mm, yeah all right i will say uh me my roots you know it's going to be some uh some outcast you know? Oh yeah, I like Outcast. I like to dance to Outcast for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna just throw you a curveball right now for something that I, only I like. Okay. Okay. Guaranteed. Okay. Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. Mm. I'm a big fan of like swing. Just swing. haven't met you yet. <laughs> yes. That one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that era. That's a not, good. Not the Christmas album. I'm talking. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Have a holly jolly hey, Christmas. Hey, the Christmas album slaps. I'd shake my ass to the Christmas album. I'd throw my ass to, to that. <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day where it was like, if you're depressed, it's because you're not throwing enough ass. You're sitting there laying in your bed, it's ass true. all stationary. What it's do you true. expect? Yeah, throw that ass around. It's true. What do you throw ass to, Steve? Oh, well, famously, uh, if Queens, famously. Famously, famously, if Queens Don't Stop Me Now plays, I, mm. I transform don't into a completely me. different, different uh-huh. person. Yeah. What about Fat Bottom Girls? I mean, I like Fat Bottom Bottom Girls, but I don't like jam to it the way I do. You don't Uh, throw your Fat Bottom to it. No, no, I do not throw my Fat Bottom to Fat Bottom Girls. Definitely throw my Fat Bottom to, uh, yeah, don't stop me now. Madison? It's so hard, but I'm going to have to go with uh, the early 2000s Timberland with Justin Timberlake and Nelly Furtado. Yeah. Uh, You know, give it to me, uh, promiscuous... Just any ju- any yeah. Justin Timberlake, Rock Your Body, The Rock Way I body. Are. Yeah, which, speaking of them. Oh, Bye I Bye Bye? That's sync. Yeah, I'm saying sync. Oh, that would yeah. be one of mine. Yeah, that's good. Everybody. Yeah. Any- of a certain generation, that is stopping the room. It is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely Oh, is. yeah. My friend said, uh, um, no, that was Backstreet Boys. Never Backstreet mind. Boys, Never yeah. Mind. Um, either one. I'm saying both of those like major hits, Come On sync or Backstreet Boys, and we're all... It's like a mating call mm-hmm. for but millennials. What I was yeah. going to say was uh, Timberland and Justin Timberlake, I think, are collabing again because both posted on Instagram that they were in the studio together, which is Ooh. very exciting. I thought they were doing it for Trolls 3, the NSYNC oh, reunion. Maybe. It was going to be on Trolls 3 is what I heard. Mm. How I know, I'm, I'm in the Trolls I'm first. Ex- how, how excited are you for <laughs> Trolls 3? Honestly, I love the Trolls movies. I've seen Trolls 1 38 times this year. Yeah. So I I, I see it on your letterbox and yeah. I cackle every time. It's good. Singing killed his grandma. But any, <laughs> honestly, any music that you put on when you're at the roller rink is music that Are I Are you a shake. roller girl? But I on enjoy. My skates. wife's a roller girl. I enjoy a roller, a roller skating She wants rink. to join a, a, a derby. Oh, I don't know if I can do that. Roller derby. I just like, those, those I just like rolling. Hardcore. I just like rolling around in a circle. She broke her hand Listen on a mechanical music. bull and still went to the strip club. She can do roller derby. Yeah. Yeah, your wife's a beast, man. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's like, I got a left hand. Let's go. Let's, let's Hell do it, yeah. baby. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. It can be tough out there as we try to navigate the many twists and turns that life throws our way. Not every problem we face has an obvious or easy solution, but talking through these issues can always bring major benefits. So whether you're dealing with a career change, relationship help, or just getting used to your new normal, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. I myself have benefited from therapy. I have benefited from better help. I was struggling to find myself in figure out who I was post-divorce. BetterHelp matched me with an amazing therapist who taught me all about codependency, what it was, and ways I can combat it and realize my whole true self. So if it sounds like therapy is the right move for you, then give BetterHelp a try. It's online, convenient, flexible, and can work with your schedule. Filling out a brief questionnaire is all it takes to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time. To start your own therapy journey, visit betterhelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash streaming things. 
Hey, Stream Fiends. Over here at Streaming Things, we like to give a special shout out to all of our members of our Patreon, but we want to specifically shout out our super patrons for the month of August. So thank you, Becky Leduski, Kaylee Sampson, Stanton Valentino, Huckleberry Cauliflower, Giancarlo Gasparin, Mike from New Hampshire, Brett X, Emily Scarano, Little Tickler, Svento7, Jay Scramo, AK Ashley Ray, Adam Busby, Wendy O'Laughlin, Jason Hawkins, Trey Barrera, Conrad, David Malfara, Professor Beth RN, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez, Charlie Friday, Alexis Adler, The Pedal Peddler, Emmy, Joe Velez, Valerie, John Collins, Amber McVeigh, Amanda King, Trisha Bueller, Sun Loving Mortal, Suzanne Rode, Jadinklage Morgoon, Jen Robinson, Kate, Kalisha Reeves, Aaron Armstrong, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Ashley Powers, Stephen the Fifth, Casey McCain, and Enza. Thank you all so much, and back to the show. We want to roll roll one more, or not one more, but roll another? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh. No. Wait, 16? 16. 16. Let's see. What is your favorite vacation experience? (sighs) I like how everyone's like, oh, what's a vacation? Oh, what's a vacation? (laughs) I don't go on many. Um, My wife and I in in Maui. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, yeah. I know it's not super uh, encouraged to go to Hawaii. Um especially now after the fires and stuff. And, but anyway, uh, you know, we weren't really thinking about a lot of that. It was like her dream thing to do. I promised her that we would go because we went to Miami on a, on a fake temporary honeymoon. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you just have to promise that eventually, I know we don't have the time or the money right now, but eventually you'll take me to Maui. Right. And I was like, yes, I will. And I did. So that's cool. Um, (laughs) Miami was wild. Miami's kind of gross. Like we didn't like, yeah, do it. It's just butt cheeks everywhere, which I don't hate, but mm-hmm. it was just like an interesting experience to be in South Beach, like cheeks far as the eye can see. Uh, but Maui was so a lot of ass being moved. Yeah, it wasn't thrown per se, <laughs> but moving. It's, it's moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Maui was so gorgeous, and it was just like a great time. My wife, it was a long vacation, you know, like eleven days, and I got her like first class tickets and stuff on the way there, and couldn't afford that on the way back. We sat our asses in. <laughs> Uh, but you know, it was, it was just like a, well, fuck it. Let's just blow our whole load on this vacay and like come back poor as hell and have some memories and like swimming with sea turtles and shit. And she's like a fish. She just loves the water. And so it was really cool to see her so happy and just like live this dream life, walking around Jurassic park land, you know, having a good Jurassic time. Jurassic park land. <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, so I'd have to say Maui, but I do prefer, I'm more of a New York guy, but Maui okay. was so good. Yeah. I like New York a lot. About you, Madison. Um, I have two. One was I went to London for a study abroad. I guess, I guess you would, would you classify that as a vacation? Yeah, I mean, tra- I didn't do I, travel. I didn't do any work while I was there. <laughs> um, but it was my first time going abroad. Um, and I was with a couple of friends from college, and yeah, we just f- the first week was really fun because I wasn't sick, and the second week I got bronchitis. <laughs> Uh, so that was fun. How long were you um, in London? Two weeks. Oh, as you were sick half the time. Yeah. What happened was, I think I just, I wasn't hydrating or anything like that. And we went out for new year's cause it was over uh, wow. winter break. We went out for new year's and I got sick. And I remember prior to the trip, 
we had a consultation with like the chaperones and, you know, they were giving us all of like the, you know, just expectation talks, you know, if this happens, this will happen, whatever. And they said, if you got severely sick, they would send you home. And so the first half of the week was all these like museums and, you know, very like London culture, history of Europe. Big band. Yeah. Stuff like that. Just the second week was Warner Brothers studio tour, rock and roll, you know, tour and a couple of other like fun, like more unique things to do. And I was like, well, I'm not fucking missing this. And so I like was so sick. If you look at photos of me from visiting the, the Warner Brothers studio, I am like pale white. I am so sick. And my friend finally was like, you need to fucking say something because we walked. You're walking the whole time because you're, you know, not yeah. we don't have a car like a butt. We're walking the entire time. So I did the Harry Potter thing. I did the rock and roll tour. Then we went out to dinner. And I guess at dinner, I just was like slumped over on the table. Oh, no. I'm not painting a great picture. It was actually a really fun vacation. But my <laughs> friend was like, you need to fucking tell somebody. And so finally I was like, okay, I've done the two things I want to do, whatever. I go up to one of the chaperones and I say, Hey, I'm like severely ill, you know, expecting her to say, okay, well, we'll get you a flight home. Cause it's part of, that was part of the thing. Like money wouldn't matter, but no, she said, Oh, just go to the fucking pharmacy down the street. I'm like, you're fucking kidding. Me. <laughs> I could have done that the whole time. The whole time. Um, but no, I think just being in London, seeing all that stuff was really cool. I want to go back. Uh, I want to go to Scotland. That'd be fun. But my other vacation that I did was this year. I got to go to Denver by myself for a weekend. I have a friend that lives there. She's actually a flight attendant. So she was able to fly me out there for free. She's the one who knew fuselage. Mm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and what I really enjoyed about that trip, it was my second time going, but I rented a car. She had to work. So I was able to kind of drive around and experience Denver by myself. And it was just so therapeutic driving through the mountains. It had snowed one day. So the, the mountains were like, you yeah. know, covered in snow. And I went to Red Rocks, went to Boulder, went to see the Stanley Hotel from The Shining, or I should say the hotel that inspired Stephen King to write to Shining. Like it was just a really fun, like solo trip that I got to go on. And then me and my friend, when she was done with work, we would go out and we went to a pool bar. Like it was just really fun. So. What, what is the pharmacy like in England? And is this, are they called apothecaries? <laughs> just a bunch they of sell, leeches? They sell potions and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no, but it was very Star cheap. Star-crossed lovers? No, I just have it. <laughs> they, gave me, they gave me... Pete Pasta, wait, what are you doing here? They gave, I just remember they gave me so much medicine for like nothing. Yeah. It was like five pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just was like... She's sick, isn't it? <laughs> look Have at a this, go, mate. Look at this bitch. She's sick, dehydrated. No, look at this cunt. <laughs> look at this. Look at this cunt. You having a gas? But they you were very a, nice. Gave having me, a laugh. I think I have the medicine still. Like I was like, I'm gonna save this as so a souvenir. It's my experience. Is it one of those things where like it's it's not? So if you went and bought like ibuprofen, it's like the British version where it's yes. called like zip zippity doos or something. <laughs> And it's got yes. British spelling. I, I British, There's British like a spelling. bunch of OUs and stuff. Color has the U in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but those those were my two notable vacations. Yeah. Off, off an old medicine. You got an off an old. Steve, off what's your old? favorite vacation? Uh, I will tell. I don't, I'll talk about something I know I haven't talked about on the show before, but um, 
in like 2010. It was like the first like really big vacation I took with like a big group of friends. It was like me and three other guys. And we went to Orlando, Florida for a Star Wars convention. Hell yeah. It was like Celebration 5, I think it was, 4 or 5. Um, and I, I kind of get blurred these two together because in 2010, I went with three other guys. In 2012, we went to a, a different celebration still in Orlando, Florida, but like with a couple more dudes went with us that year. So I kind of blur them together. So I'll just talk about them as, as if they were one. Uh, but I, it was so much fun because it was the first time, like I said, I ever gone out and had a big party. We're like, no adults, it's just the boys and no significant others. And we're just nerding out. And there were so many stories uh, from just like, you know, seeing Carrie Fisher sign a ball guy's head unsolicited. Oh, uh, <laughs> I love that. Uh, my buddy um, slapped a guy in the face. <laughs> Which, <laughs> we were, it was the first time Mark Hamill had gone to a convention. So obviously like there are a ton of people going there and Mark Hamill was like my Superman growing up. So I'm like, I'm going to his panel come hell or high water. And so we were waiting. Yep. Yeah. The, the, they can't see it on the camera, it, but, but yeah, the, my autograph of Mark Hamill was up there that I got from that trip. Yeah. And, uh, so we were waiting in line for like, Literally, I think we were in line for like three hours to get into this. Like we queued up super early and the staff had told us where to go. And at some point there was like a miscommunication in the staff. So they were letting a completely separate line go in when they should have been letting us in. And we were like, what's going on? Like, oh, you guys aren't getting in. We're like, why not? We've been here three hours. Like, no, you haven't. It's like, Yeah, we have. So I go out to try to figure out what's going on. Like, where do we need to be to get in there? Because we put devoted too much time into this. And as I'm doing that, my buddy, uh, my buddy Josh is trying to talk to the, the staff member and like, hey, this whole line of people, we've been waiting here for like three hours, like we're supposed to be in there. And this random guy just showed up like, um, all these people are cutting. Like this dude just showed up and like, like, did, like, I don't know what this guy's deal was, but he just came in out of nowhere and did that. And so Josh is arguing with him like. No, dude, we've been here for like three hours. Like, uh, that's exactly what a cutter would say. And this guy was getting in Josh's face. So Josh straight up slapped him in the face. Just open hand slapped him. Just open hand just bitch slapped him. Bitch slapped him. That's awesome. And walked away. (laughs) And so when I came back, I'm like, guys, I don't know what we're going to do. Phil was there. Phil witnessed the entire thing. And you know, Phil, Phil's freaking the fuck out. He's like, oh my God, Christian or uh, Josh just slapped a guy. We're going to get kicked out of celebration. Your impression of Phil is phenomenal. (laughs) We ended up not being able to go to the panel because of that dude. Um, So the next day, Mark Hamill was signing autographs. And I wasn't going to get his autograph because his autograph was like really expensive. But I'm like, no, I came all this fucking way. I'm going to see Mark Hamill. So I ended up uh, forking over the money to meet Mark Hamill. And um, it was kind of funny because there's a young couple in front of me. And they're talking about, oh, man, Mark Hamill, I'm such a huge fan. Yeah, you're great in Star Wars, but your Joker is what we're really here for. And so Mark Hamill just immediately just starts talking like the animated series Joker, like right there in front of me. And it was Uh, just the most incredible thing. Like, what? This is this is happening. This is real. And then the young couple leaves and Mark Hamill turns to his assistant and goes, man, that girl was hot, wasn't she? (laughs) (laughs) 
it's funny. Yeah, yeah. But, so I can go on for hours with all the different stories that happened on that trip. But it was a very good trip. Maybe when we do our Star Wars coverage in the future. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'm looking I'll, forward to that now. I can't wait to tell you that Carrie Fisher signing a bald guy's head on Solicited yeah. Story. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really deep cuts. War of the Stars coverage. Yeah. Dancing of the, of the Stars. We're calling, we're calling it. That series is War <laughs> of the Stars. War, War of, of the, the stars. stars. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's do another one. Yeah. No. <laughs> twelve. Twelve. Let's see. What is twelve? I think every time you spin the wheel, it should be a dog. A dog. A dog. I'm an all around the world. <laughs> uh, 12, or a twister. Right? <laughs> oh, I think I took twister off finally. Uh, yeah. Twist. Right. That's all right. The, the hot spot. spot. Yeah, that would be a good one. It's still on my computer. I just need to load it onto the soundboard. That's okay. Number 12, what is your favorite part of your body? Well, um, I don't know. I, I don't have good self-love when it comes to my physical appearance. Same. Same. I have a lot of parts I hate. Yeah. I will say I get a lot of, over the years, I've been complimented on my lips a lot. So I'm pretty confident on my full lips. With your lips. I like your lips, boy. Uh I like it uh, when my hands. I like my long piano fingers and stuff. Um, I don't know. Good hands. Jaw. Decent jawline. All right. Mm. You know, my cheeks. <laughs> and especially when they clap. <laughs> <laughs> Which they always do. Uh, uh, Madison, do you have a... I I enjoy my freckles. I get, a, I get oh, complimented yeah. on my freckles a lot. Um, my just raw sex appeal really mm-hmm. is I just mean, so, mm-hmm. so good. I had to turn the fan back on because yeah, of it. you're getting hot in here. It's too hot in here. <laughs> in my hair. I do. I do like my hair. You've got great hair. Thank you. Long, short, killing it. Yeah. Slay queen. Slay. Slay. What about you, Steve? You know what they want you to say. My, my dick. My dick. <laughs> my dick. <laughs> my my balls. favorite My favorite part of my body is my big old, my taint. <laughs> my gooch. My perineum is really like my favorite part of my body. <laughs> Just connects to my asshole so well. <laughs> uh, shit. I don't fucking know, man. I guess um, my eyes. I like my eyes. Good eyes. You said it's so sad. Blue <laughs> eyes. My eyes. My, uh, my eyes. My <laughs> He took my eyes <laughs> from the mummy. The mummy. <laughs> my nostrils. Let's roll another one. No. Where are we at? Six. 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 All right. Let's see. What is six? Six. Ooh, this is fun. What's your favorite urban legend? Ooh. Your favorite urban legend. Well, local to us, we've got the uh, the b- haunted Bobby Mackey's. Oh yeah, bar. Yeah, Bobby Which, Madison was just there I last was Saturday. Just there. Yeah. I rode the bull. Did you ride the? You didn't break your hand. No, but I have big bruises on my legs. <laughs> I have photos I can show you later. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's a, a popular one. I'm not an urban legend guy. Um, not like a Bloody Mary. Or when a, I was a kid, it would have been mm-hmm. like Bloody Mary in the mirror. That was fun, you know, because mm-hmm. it was like. This is probably not real, but if it is, is it you, worth trying this? You did it? Yeah. I've oh, I never it. did it. I was like, what if? I think <laughs> I get it. <laughs> the, the, if you don't know, the stakes it, are pretty high. If you live abroad or something and you don't know, that, I think we've talked about it before, but there's this whole thing where if you turn the lights off in a bathroom and you look in the mirror and you say Bloody Mary three times, she'll come kill you, right? It's, it's basically Candyman rules. Yes. Candyman. Candyman. Um, I don't know. That's, those are my answers, though. What about you, Steve? 
Uh, Frogman? I was just about to say the, <laughs> the Loveland Frogman, just because it's such a dumb fucking story. Yeah. That has that's clearly spun out of control and gotten beyond the people who originally talked about it. That it, it's just so funny. Like we, this part of the world has the Loch Ness monster. This part of the world has the Mothman. This Bigfoot roaming the hills over here, and then Loveland has the Frogman. Frogman. I crossed the street once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are skinwalkers classified as urban legends, or is that? Sure. I guess that's not. I don't know. I don't. I'm kind of like bed bugs. <laughs> I mean, I did a cryptozoological creature too. So I mean, yeah, I guess skinwalkers. Hmm. They creep why, me out. Why do you, Why do they creep you out? They're walking on skin, man. I guess just because they they present as something <laughs> that they're not, and I'm under the impression that they are out to like hurt people, right? Yeah. Like they're not nice creatures. I've never heard of skinwalkers, but they don't sound friendly. Really? Yeah. Ouch. I've heard of skinwalkers before. Hold on. Ooh. It's in Navajo culture, a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. Mm, so it's like um, Shapeshifter. Uh, a warg from the Game of Thrones lore. Yeah. Shapeshifter. Sort of. But I remember watching. But I'm a malevolent one. I watched a lot of like paranormal supernatural stuff growing up, which in retrospect, I probably shouldn't have because it scared me. But there was an episode about this woman who was visiting um, Native Americans for school or it was it was some type of I don't know. She was visiting them for education, educational reasons, and they were driving late at night through the desert to get to the next town. And I guess there was this entity on the road and the woman was driving and she was going to slow down. And the local that was with her said, no, 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 don't stop. Keep going. Don't. That's probably stop. a skinwalker. And yeah, like it was just really creepy how they presented that. And, you know, don't pick up people late at night that are walking around on the in the desert, which like fair. Yeah. <laughs> but, fair. I mean, <laughs> what are you doing out there? But I, I would have. Yeah, classifying, it, classifying it as a skinwalker was... I was somewhere Very around Barstow when the drugs began to take hold. <laughs> <laughs> I brought up a list, uh, the spirit of Halloween, spirithalloween.com list of best urban legends. <sighs> and reading through this, I actually am reminded of one that actually is super cool. Um, do you guys know the, the Polybius urban legend? That's when you are in an open relationship. <laughs> 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 no, no, it's, it's, it was like in the eighties, there was like a arcade machine, a game called Polybius. And it would have like, if you played it, it would have really weird, sometimes even lethal effects on people who played it. And dudes would come and take like collect data from it. And they look like they're in the CIA for some reason. So a lot of people speculated it was like a, some weird, weird CIA experiment on the population Maybe they were like using video games to train kids to be like super soldiers by playing this game or whatever. Mm. Um, it's a, it's an interesting story, but the, the reason why I bring it up, there was actually a podcast called Polybius that came out a couple of years and it's a, it's, it, it's, it's made to seem like a real podcast, but it's fictional. It's like scripted, but it's done really, really, really well. And yeah, go check that out because the, the dude that plays the guy that like, played the game and is like haunted by it. It's like a pretty good actor. Cause like the way it ends, I'm like, I'm kind of convinced even though they've said this isn't real, this was good. So it's a fun little urban legend with video games, like mm. video games. Polybius. Polybius. I'm planning on playing Baldur's Gate three. I'll tell you that. 
There's also one that I thought of as well. Um, you should. It's called the uh, Headless Valley in Canada. Are you guys familiar with this? Mm-mm. Secrets of the Nahani. I listened to a podcast. I think it's Mr. Balin's podcast, and he did a coverage of this story. But I forget. So people were going there during the gold rush to find gold and stuff. And a series of uh, people going missing happened a lot over the course of like 10, 15, 20 years. And then people would find bodies of these people completely headless. But it wasn't like oh, not nearly headless. Near, <laughs> yes. It's completely headless. Not completely nearly headless. headless. <laughs> completely headless. <laughs> And what was suspicious is that, you know, it didn't look to be, you know, animal related. It looked to be like. Definitely wasn't natural causes. No. And so it created kind of this weird, it, it, it attracted a lot of people because of that, but also the gold. And so a couple of other incidents happened and there was one incident that really freaked me out where there was a group of people that went out and then halfway through the night, half of them disappeared. And one of them was a woman who I guess one, the people that uh, didn't disappear saw her leaving in the middle of the night completely nude. And it's just very weird. Um, but it's an urban legend in Canada. And they actually, it's a restricted area. Like you cannot go there. Um, mm. And there's warning signs everywhere where if you continue past this point, your chances of survival are probably very minimal. <laughs> But that's your chances of being headless are very, very high. Very high. You could lose your head here. Yeah. 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 But Secrets of Nahani. I'm not going anywhere that says valley. headless. Yeah. Headless Valley. Even if you put that in front of a little Caesars and said headless, I, I wouldn't even go in there. Like if I go somewhere and I'm guaranteed no head, not going. Yeah. <laughs> no head. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> But no, that's this a good. That sucks. That's, that's a, a good one. I'm gonna have to look that up. Or doesn't do it. It's wild. But um, but how about we do one more? Yeah, one we got more time question. for one more. All right. No. No. Best wheel of all time. We literally have done 11, 12, 10. So number ten. Number ten. Number ten. It is. Let's see. Ooh, interesting. What is the favorite? kiss you've ever had my wife boo boring <laughs> like the context of the kiss or Specific. like with who i don't know i think they probably want a story to go along actually with. it is my wife i was trying to think of like is that the honest answer because i've had some hot stuff <laughs> <laughs> but it really was so it was slightly inappropriate because my wife worked with me um at this bar restaurant And I was invited to my boss's wedding, which was taking place in our bar. And uh, I was attracted to her. So I I ended up quitting so I could be with her. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like we both just quit like uh, probably a month later. Um, So anyway, I was like, hey, do you want to come up to to Bill's wedding upstairs? And she was like, yeah. Uh, And so we we hung out at the wedding. And again, I don't drink or anything, but we, we hung out there for a long time. And then... We went to the next bar, which was like the, what's it called? Uh, reception was just at another local bar. Um, it was uh, not the village pub, but Gypsies. Gypsies. Oh, yeah. Gypsies. Yeah. We yeah. love Gypsies. So we go to Gypsies. That's where the reception is. We're hanging out there for a couple of hours. And eventually I'm like, I gotta, I'm probably gotta go. I'm gonna go home. And she walks me to my car for some reason. And like, I was trying to not be like, you know, 
entangled with an, with a, a coworker. You know what I mean? Like I was trying really hard not to. So, but there was like a lot of like sexual tension and stuff for the whole night. Mm-hmm. And so she hugs me and we leave. And it was almost like I didn't make the conscious decision. It was like a movie. You know what I mean? Like she, we separate, she starts walking away, but it was like this, I can't describe it. It was like this lingering hug where at the very end, our fingertips were still touching. And all of a sudden I just closed my hand and yanked her back to me. And then we just made out. Uh, right there, that's yeah. good. Right there on 7th Dude. Street. Hell yeah. But like, I didn't like decide to kiss Way her. To swoon. Was, oh my God. Yeah, it was neat. And now we're married. That's I'd, good. Man, that's a good story. I've never been jealous of her before, but now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have been. Yeah, uh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Do you, either of you have one locked and loaded? I, I have. Oh, go ahead, Madison, if you have it. Well, I do. So me and this girl, we, we, it was this, our second date. We went to a record store and then it was, we were both really feeling each other and we were both really nervous and we went out to dinner and then we went back to my car and I don't know, we just sat outside the car and talked and then we just honestly just started making out and like right by the car. And it was, I don't know, it was just really nice. Cause we were both, it was the first time that I was like, Oh, I'm really feeling this person. And yeah, no, it was probably just the, yeah, it was a good makeout. Good makeout. Sesh. Good makeout. I don't have any, like, I don't have passionate. any like fun romantic ones yet, but yours doesn't always good. have to be. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I've had some good, I've had some good kisses. Like I said, I only I only got these lips. Mm. You know, it's my only feature <laughs> mm. throughout my life. I only got these lips. We've all, you know, you just got to be in the moment. Mm. Was well, the Lord of Kisses? You I are guess, the Lord I of can Kisses. Bore you all with all. The <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I was trying to think like what was like. Uh, so, the, I'll tell you the most recent one with uh, my current girlfriend. We, um, it, it, it meant a lot to me. Like it wasn't like a passionate like kiss like what you guys had right it was much more of like an awkward first date type of kiss but the reason why it means so much to me is because like this is the first person i had been on a date with since my divorce that i actually liked i really really liked her i you know the date went really really well but you know your self-confidence isn't always there so in the back of my head i'm like did i was i a good date did i do a good job I don't know. And because I'm the type of person I am, I usually don't make a move on first dates. That's just like Mm -hmm. the thing I've always done. And right before I'm about to leave, my girlfriend's like, hey, can I have a kiss? And I'm like, and that's what you needed. And in my head, I'm like, (laughs) it's happening. It's happening. Uh, So we kiss. It's really, really great. And, you know, like she's like, okay, I'll I'll text you when I get home. Like, because she was, she was over here. The bar we went to was like down the street from my place. And so I walk into my apartment and I'm like, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. cool." I walk into the door. I make the threshold, the threshold of the gate to keep the dogs out. The dogs see me and they're happy to see me. And I immediately just start like throwing my hands in the air and dancing. I'm like, guys, dad made out with a girl. (laughs) And we high fived. 
Was it really a girl? <laughs> Pixar, it didn't happen. <laughs> uh. And it was just a, you know, it was the first person I'd, the first new person I'd kissed in so long. Yeah. yeah. And that was such a bit, and it meant a lot. So I was, I was. And those first kisses are so exciting because they're so scary. You mm-hmm. know, you're, you don't know, at least as a man, uh, you know, you don't know if you're reading the signals wrong. Mm. So there's that element of, should I go in? Is she going to allow this? Or like, yeah. <laughs> or I don't like, want to be a creep. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of all of that nervousness is what makes it so titillating. I think, mm-hmm. um, anyway, titillating. I don't usually say that on the podcast. <laughs> titillating. Uh, I actually do have another funny, it's a funny story more than it yes. is. Yes. So my sophomore year of college, there was a, it was a 2007 party, which I was like, what the fuck do I wear to a 2007 party? Anyway, but, I, what year of school is this? This is 2017. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You said a 2007 like party. The theme, I thought the you were. The theme was 2007. Okay. Sorry. I thought you were saying you were going to a party in the year 2007. I'm like, how old were you? <laughs> no, no. I was, I was, I was 19. What do you wear to a 2007? I don't know. Party? I That's think random. I wore like a Tommy Hilfiger shirt. Like I looked like. A young boy. One of those I think. shell necklaces. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> we were, it was only 10 years prior or whatever. I don't know. But there was this guy that, so there's a, it was in a house, you know, it's in a, it's a frat party. It's a, it's a home. Like it is a, yeah. I think it was like a bi-level house that the frat party people had rented out. And there's like this back patio that's literally, I think maybe eight by eight. Like it's so <laughs> tiny. And, you know, it's super hot in this house. And so there's a bunch of people on this patio. And I find myself in the middle of this patio with this guy who doesn't even go to the school that I went to. And all of a sudden we're like talking to each other and we're just getting closer and closer and closer. And all of a sudden, boom, we just start making out. And I didn't realize I was drunk, but like... (laughs) There's just a ring of people watching us make out in oh, the middle no. of this patio. And my sorority sisters are standing to the side like, yeah, Madison, yeah, get, get it. it. And get it, like, there is a reason why I let it happen because I was like, honestly, this kiss is pretty fucking great. <laughs> but he, yeah, it was one of those things too, where I didn't really, I didn't know who he was. Like, I was just like, oh, this is this guy. And then he, like, went away. I never saw him again. So I was like, Prince Charming. Yeah, where did you go? But Sir, if you're out there. If you're listening now. Yeah. Do you have him here? <laughs> He's going to walk well, through the door. Well, Madison, I'm so happy you asked because here he is. Here's Dale. <laughs> Dale. What's up? What's Dale, up? come on out. She's like, that's not him. And we're like, oh, fuck. Get out. <laughs> yeah, those are the best, man. I, I remember uh, my first kiss ever was my buddy Jordan. Nice. Outside of a church. Uh, nice. I, I was 15. We were running around. We had taken all the gunpowder out of uh, fireworks and put them in two liter bottles and we were just exploding them and stuff running mm-hmm. around the t- neighborhood and we ended up in front of this church at like eight o'clock at night and they were all talking about their stories like yeah i grabbed a butt or whatever and, <laughs> and i had never i had never kissed anyone and so my buddy jordan was like hey man well, we can kiss if you want to have a kiss you know and so we kissed that was my first kiss nice. my buddy jordan yeah. um, that's adorable but i remember when i uh i, I had this 
few month long fling with this girl that I was obsessed with after a, a bad breakup. Um, and like, like she looked so much like Taylor Swift and like, I was just so insecure and I was like, she actually talking to me. I'm like, this is fucking wild. Uh, but we were drunk and we were sitting in the kitchen at my buddy Jordan's house many years later. And we were singing, uh, Akon. <laughs> it oh, was yeah. just like, there was a party going on, but it was just her and I in the kitchen. We were both like taking shots, sitting at the kitchen table. And we were singing that song. Right now, right now. I want to fuck you. Oh. You already know. But like, yeah. she knew every word, even oh, the yeah. verses. And like when Snoop Dogg comes in, she rapped every line. Nice. And I was like, oh my God. But I wasn't sure. It's one of those things, like I'm saying the signals. I'm like, is she singing this to me? Like, is she, cause she's looking me dead in the eyes. Like, I want to fuck you. Or is she just singing? Yeah. And like, I'm going to try to kiss her. And she's going to be like, bro, I was singing. Whoa. Right? But I like, I went in and it was, it was cool. So that was one of those cool nice. things, you know, it's just like, nice. life's fun. Life can be fun sometimes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Thank you for that question. <laughs> yeah. I would never have expected that. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun one. That was a good one. Uh, thank you for listening to all that stuff. We will do more wheel of favorites and questions episodes. If you guys enjoy them. Um, uh, I do think the strike is not looking great, but I just have this feeling it's going to come to an end in September because um, they're talking a lot. And even though they're being douchebags, the last one ended, like I said, it was like negotiations fell apart utterly. And then a week later it was over. So I keep holding out hope, even though it seems like it's going to be many months. Mm-hmm. I like Dune part two was just pushed back to next I year. Know. I, I know. was Bummer. disgusted. Mm-hmm. I can't but, wait to watch that and not know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spice, baby. <laughs> I was really looking forward to that double feature. That would have been a good double feature. But we need the strikes to end so we can do our Star Wars marathon. I've also got something else cooking up. A curveball for Steve. He's going to be upset about. But those always work out. Yeah, these are the strike shirts backwards. They're huh? actually. The, <laughs> I'll, talk, I'll talk to you some other time. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, thanks. You, thank you guys for tuning in. That's all the time we have for right now. My name is Kit. Pew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just leave it that way. (laughs) My name's Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is streaming things sometimes. (laughs) Happy streaming.